welcome back to part two of this People of PS podcast episode with two of our great teachers, Brandon Walker and Darnell Cleary. So yeah, I mean, I guess also just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the, I've, I've, I've said to the faculty, I think we're dealing with three viruses. You know, we're dealing with the virus, the coronavirus, you know, we're dealing with the virus of racism, I think, uh, mm. um, you know, more, uh, you know, targeted more poignantly than we probably have in the past. Yeah. I think I, I do, I, I do take some institutional pride in the fact that we started Summer Institute, we saw the need. It was not a reaction to, it really was you guys coming to me with a vision and, and it's meeting the need in the community. Um, so there's the coronavirus, the virus of racism, and then the, this virus of polarization, right? Mm-hmm. Just in, inability, unwillingness to sit down with people who have different perspectives or come from different backgrounds and, and just you know disagree and then go to lunch or go sure. to dinner or have your kids over for Halloween, mm-hmm. right? So talk a little bit about just, uh, you know, living in that, in that space this summer and then, you know, being, being, uh, I mean, I I think, I think when, when I interviewed you guys each individually, I said, you know, uh, what is, what do you, how do you feel about being trailblazers? Because at the time we didn't have any black faculty members or we had, you know, very, very few. I don't think, I think you guys are our first two middle school, uh, black middle school faculty members, uh, you know, that's a, that's a challenge in and of itself, right? Uh, I know it's a challenge that you guys have grappled with your whole lives, right? Uh, so, yeah, talk about, just talk about that um, in whatever context you, you want to. When I was at Cranbrook, this was a similar experience. There were folks who honestly had never been in relationship with a Black person before, not they had seen them, but had never been in actual relationship with them. And I got some great friends from those experiences. Um, one of our best friends um, shared that ex- experience, and he was Taiwanese. Um, and just to hear some of the stories of what thought processes, like what kinds of thoughts would fill that void. It just it's set with me even to this day that this is just an, a big part of this is just an exposure thing. Like you don't know, and so you make the assumptions from what you see and what you hear. And we know that that's not always the positive, and often isn't. So um, the ability to actually engage with folks who may not have had the opportunity to engage with somebody who looks differently and give them. Um, I guess a viewpoint that they may not have gotten that would be positive. Like I, I felt like that was a way that I could step in and, and impact and affect change, um, and to love on them and to also receive that love back. Like it was certainly something that was good for me and worthy of really diving in to do that. So, so I appreciate I appreciate you saying that, and you know I. I I've always felt like diversity is in schools, at least, is first and foremost it's a curricular issue, right? It, you have to have program mm-hmm. uh, that that resonates with a diverse audience. I think, secondly, though, and this is this is why there was the commitment to to be more diverse in the faculty, right? It's like you have to have the National Association of Independent Schools talks about windows and mirrors 
in, in terms of the people that are on your campus, right? And if if our black students, all they ever see is windows, right? They're just looking through and they're not seeing a reflection of themselves and that's gonna be a tough culture for them to, to succeed in, right? And so, so yeah, so, you know, I was excited to hire you guys. We got, you know, Charles Harrison, you know, Tanisha Smith, Charlie Babers has been here for, prior to my, my being here, Corel Williams is uh, in the early childhood, um, Leslie Ukandu. But you know, and so I'm looking at you, Brandon, because you're a parent in the school, right? That has not resulted in more black students mm-hmm. uh, and, and really hasn't resulted in a more diverse student body. We still have 30 to 35 percent of our student body is, you know, here I'm doing air quotes of color. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we still have too many grade levels where, um, you know, your your sons may be the only black students in their grade levels. So, you know, talk about the challenges for, for kids. Right. Because uh, you guys sounds like Darnell, you know, you guys experienced this as kids. Right. So what what is that? What is that like? Kids. I mean, that's an active conversation in my household um, is. Uh, you know, I, I think it is it, it, it would be incredibly difficult to replicate the, the care, the attention, the, you know, Mark, as you've named it before, the the being known, you know, that my kids experience here versus anywhere else that we would put them. Um, There there is that, you know, that that piece of, uh, I I want, just like any parent, you know, I want my kid to be, uh, to to be comfortable in different environments, right? And and I want my kid to to not, uh, you know, I don't want him to, to, feel that, you know, um, that isolation that can come sometimes with being one of one in an environment, right? And I also, you know, I want him to be comfortable around all different sorts of people. And, and sometimes we can, that's not always the case at, at Presbyterian school, right? And so that's that's an active thing that, you know, that we talk about um, a lot. But, you know, for me, that, that, that being known, that care, like that is the part that not only keeps us here, but um, but but makes us appreciate being here. So we do need to work on the other piece, I think, for sure, right? And um, and we can talk about that, but that's another podcast. That's another, another podcast, <laughs> right? But uh, but but that is the part that that we have appreciated, right? That. You know, we've we've seen how much Junior has grown, and you know, and and and, and blossomed since he's since he's been here. And a part of that is is because you know my colleagues, because the teachers here, because the administrators here, do do such an incredible job. Um, and and you know, we we can't move past that. Um, so I mean, I guess I'd be remiss. I'd feel like this was a lost opportunity uh talk about the summer what the summer has has been like for you guys i mean i know i called each of you individually you know at the beginning of the summer uh i don't even really know why i mean i think i said to you darnell i just need you to tell me how to feel about this what to think about this uh but yeah what what has the summer been like for you guys how have you been processing what's been going on in the, I mean, it's not the country; it's the world, right? Yeah. 
you know, you, one of the questions that you had mentioned earlier about background. So, you know, I went to school, psychology, statistics, went on to graduate school. I wanted to tell the world that they were wrong about black people, right? That was That's what, that was your career goal? That was, that was my <laughs> career, that was my goal. That's what I wanted to do, right? Because everything that I was, you know, learning and, and what, you know, I didn't fall in love with math until I took my first statistics class and, and figured out how it was relevant to the world around me. And, and once I started to, to see this narrative that had been crafted, in my own opinion, right, we can only talk about the world and through the lens in which we view it, but from my perspective, it felt like the world, or, or America at least, had the story of black people wrong. And, and I wanted to write about it. I wanted, like, that, that was my, my goal, right? Get a little older and things, <laughs> you know, start to change. And I went in a different direction. But, but now I, I am much less concerned about what the world, you know, thinks about black people. And I'm much more concerned about doing the work that can actually make a difference to, to people's trajectories, to their experiences. And, and that's both true for my students of color and the Summer Institute. And that's also true for the students that I interact with on a, on a daily basis, right? Like, uh, what can I be doing to make the greatest impact for, you know, for the Nate Lawlesses of the world, right? Where, where, where you know that I actually care about you as an individual and your experience with a black man is not what you see on Main Street, but it's what you experience with me day in and day out, right? For kids in the summer, I want to, I, I want to actually do the stuff where you understand the power of compound interest, <laughs> Coach Cleary, right? So that you understand how to structure your life so that your kids, right, are, are not are not in the same position that you are in right now. Like that's the stuff that I that I care about. The stuff this summer was it was heartbreaking at times. Um, you know, it, it, uh, I, I would say that it was you know it feels the 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 language. It feels like I'm supposed to say it was angering at times, but it wasn't. It was heartbreaking. It was sad. Right. And then once I got my mind around the, the idea that, you know, if, if I allow other people's thoughts and perceptions about me, even even if it's just an idea about people that look like me, if I allow that to impact my state of being, that they are winning on two fronts and I cannot allow that. But what I can do is, is make a difference in every way that I can through the summer, through the academic year in meaningful ways. And, and that's how I've been able to like make sense and, and, and to, to deal with like this incredible you know, divide. Um, this, this summer we went through something where uh, you know, somebody who I would consider a friend of mine, um, you, you know, we, we kind of split ways because uh, you know, this way in which there's a world where there's lefties and there's, right? Like, I just, I don't exist in that world. And if you need to exist in that world, I'm sorry, we can't be friends anymore, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's how I cope. And so in a word, the summer was just exhausting. But in a way, 
um, you know, hindsight being 2020, like very impactful in sort of my journey to understanding where I can actually have impact. And that is on the actual relationships and the community that I'm in, you know, to the very best of my ability. Um, I think about, uh, I love the coaching thing, which is why I say affectionately known as coach. I really love to hear coach, mm-hmm. Cleary coach, a coach that does something for me. But I think about how I coach kids, and one of the key things I tell them is it's all about your effort and attitude. Like, you can only impact what you can impact. You can't think about what the refs call, what the other players have done. Like, impact what you can impact and live with that result and focus on that. And, like, that's all that you can do. Like, whether you win or not, like, that's honestly not completely in your control. Impact what you can impact and live with that result. And so I, you know, I had to think about that for myself because I like to coach the kids beyond the game anyway and into life because that's what's going to be important. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know, it's, in my opinion, we have here at the school a great population of folks who will go on to be leaders. Like, I, I do think that that's true. They are afforded great opportunities and will have some leadership roles. I, I think that, and I think it's important to craft, you know, that piece of character in them while we have them. At least add to it that, like, it's it's about more than just what you see, but who you are becoming. And so thinking about the summer, it was who am I becoming in the midst of this? And do I like the direction that I'm going and the hatred and vitriol and separation and division just wasn't working for me. And so it was taking every opportunity to actually unify people, especially folks who, apart from some of the things, the specific things that were happening, like shared great connections. It's like, do you not remember like all of these things that are so important that we actually agree on? And while there are some things that are very important too that we need to like really interact with and engage with, and maybe they are something that's strong enough to divide us, like let's actually work on that and decide rather than just immediately, right, um, be offended and not not interested in having a discussion. And so um, after a bit of rest from some of it and honestly turning some things off to really focus on some spiritual upbuilding things, I, I felt like it was it was time to really just pour back into the things that I could change because it was it was exhausting. Yeah. Well, uh, I feel like we could we could just have a podcast <laughs> every week where we just talk. Uh, I, I do want to say this as we as we wrap it up. I'm I'm, I'm grateful for your time. I know maybe folks don't don't realize just how little time each of you has in the in the life of the day you know uh, a typical load for our PE teachers in a in a regular year would be five classes and Darnell's teaching seven classes you know Brandon as the eighth grade math teacher would have 
pockets of time during the day to meet with students, to to grade, to plan, and that there is no pocket of time anymore. So, so I'm grateful for the time. I do want to say this because I would be remiss if I didn't point this out for folks who are listening. Uh, and I'm going to tie this to a study that a sociologist back in the late 20th century did. It. It's a guy, he, uh, he went to Asia and he asked Asian moms to fill in the blank of this statement with one word. And the statement was, I want my child to be blank. And uh, most Asian moms said, successful. I want my child to be successful, right? And his point was, you know, and that, that's at great cost in some portions of Asian culture with kids, right? So then he asked American moms the same question. I want my child to be, and American mom said, happy, right? And, and that comes at some cost, right, in American culture. And so his, his conclusion at the time was, you know, we ought to be filling the blank with, I want my child to be good, be a good person, right? And, and his conclusion was that, think of the best person you know, you know, the, the, the person who is the most good. Um, are, are they successful? Yeah, they, they probably are. Are they, are they happy? Yes, they probably are because they use a different metrics, mm. set of metrics to measure that. And when I think about Brandon Walker and I think about Darnell Clear, I think of probably two of the best men that I know, good men. And I think both of you walked away from lucrative real estate careers, <laughs> right? I mean, so you measure success and you measure happiness by a different set of metrics, right? And so the fact that you are at Presbyterian School uh, in the role model role that you're in, and Brandon, you, you talked about, you know, being, you know, the best possible person that you can be for, whether it's your students of color in Summer Institute or you know, during the academic year, I don't want anybody listening to this to, to have the, what, what you're talking about when you say the academic year, you're talking about Presbyterian school students, sure. right? So I'm grateful that you're good men and that you're willing to be good men in this culture and that you are demonstrating a different me uh, measurement or a different way to measure success and happiness for, for not only for our kids, but for me and for our colleagues as well. So I'm grateful for your time. I'm glad that you met in the eighth grade, <laughs> right? And, and it's, it's great to see that you guys are still challenging each other and challenging yourselves. So thank you very much. Appreciate grateful it. Grateful for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much.